0: I am talking to Dory Olds again today, and we're talking about the tools for your journey. And I like to think that any techniques or skills you learn that improve the quality of your life are like using tools in a toolbox. And obviously, the more tools you have and the more familiar you are with them and how to use them, the more successful you'll be. So Dory, what what would you say is the most important tool to have for your journey? Uh, the most important tool to have is yourself. Okay, <laughs> that's, the most,
1: that's the most important tool is to have yourself, and uh, have a, have awareness. There's there needs to be an awareness within yourself. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? Is this what I want? Am I feeling good? Am I feeling bad? And being aware, it's like what 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 do I have now? You got to know where you are, and where do you want to go? And uh, and it's like, what do I want to be feeling? What do I want to be experiencing? Those are two really important keys, where you are now, and where you want to go. And some of that sounds like being true to yourself. Yes, I would absolutely, being honest with yourself, being real with yourself, and looking at different aspects of yourself. For me, I look at, I look at myself I see myself as that divine essence inhabiting a body this is my vehicle that I'm using the name the experience the DNA I was born into the family that's the experience I'm having right now and I am more than that I am that essence that is inhabiting the body and so looking at it from a number of different aspects of the physical realm the the spiritual realm is important to to see it's like who am I who those those important questions that humanity asks who am I? Where am I going? <laughs> what's, what's really going on here? You know, why am I here? You know, there's those, those questions are really important questions. And I believe that each one of us has, we're here for a reason. It's no accident. The, the, what we chose, the DNA, the family, the, the situations, none of that was accidental. There's reasons for that and beginning to understand the reasons. What, what lessons did I come to learn what was it I needed to clear? I needed to heal in having this situation. And what am I, how am I to give back? It's like, what am I, what am I, I want to say donating. That's not the right word, but it's like, what am I here to contribute? Contribute's a better word. What am I here to contribute? What am I here to give? What am I here? And as you start asking those questions, you'll find there's this, passions inside and sometimes it's too big sometimes we think oh no I can't do that oh no that's just healing work we need to do because there is some there's reasons there's reasons why you're here and there's reasons what why you're in the exact situation that you're in and a lot of times the path that takes us out to where to where takes us into healing is what we give to the world and what we help other people do it's like our personal journey is what a lot of times healers end up teaching to others is the journey they, is the journey they, they were on to heal themselves, which is really interesting. And
0: knowing what is our purpose. So we need to start understanding who we are, what is our purpose, and then these other tools are going to help us reach that purpose. Is is that how you see it?
1: Yes, and
0: I, I see a wheel, uh, it's, see a, a wheel, and like a wagon wheel,
1: you've got a hub, in the middle, and then you have these spokes and then a bigger ring. And there are a lot of different tools on that. All those spokes I see as different tools, different aspects. And there are some people who are like, oh, do this. This is a better way or do that. That's the better way. And they're not necessarily... Better or worse, lot, those different techniques that are out there because there's a lot of things out there. But sometimes it's 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 what's right for you. It isn't necessarily that it's a better than another. It's what's right for you and finding those those folks on the world that are right for you in that moment and right for you at that time. Yeah, and it may be the technique, it may be the teacher, maybe the person that's teaching that
0: that you need to be connected with. There's a lot of there's a lot of choice. There's a lot of tools out there. So let's talk about those folks. Now, I'm seeing one spoke as being self-hypnosis. For me, self-hypnosis is a valuable tool that I like to use every morning as part of my morning routine to help me modify my mindset, get my head ready for the day.
1: I absolutely agree that using that self-hypnosis and that is something that's, I won't say it's, it's automatic, but it's more, it's a, it's a habit. It's one of the first things I turn to not habit in the thinking of it or using it, but the habit of, sorry, not the habit of using it in the moment, not automatically using it in the moment, but the habit of here's one of my best tools and using it every day. I agree. Self-hypnosis is really amazing because our thought and our emotion really do create our experiences. Having that self-hypnosis is about thought. Thought does create feeling, So it also works on the feeling, and using some emotional techniques eft is a great emotional technique it is something that i think it's easy to find out about there's lots of information in it you can use it with yourself having a practitioner this is where self doing itself or doing it facilitated the same thing with hypnosis you you have where's the best choice sometimes it's using it yourself sometimes it's it's using a facilitated uh, practitioner but you can eft is a really good tool
0: when you say EFT, you're talking about emotional freedom technique. Is that is that right? I should have explained that, yes.
1: E- emotional freedom technique, but the tapping, there's the different places on the face and the shoulders and the arms and the hands that you have that you tap. And as you look at the history of this, it's quite amazing, the history of it with a chiropractor was doing some testing with different clients to see which points to tap. And another gentleman came in and said, well, you're taking a lot of time trying to figure out all the different where the right places to tap. Why don't we just tap all the places, and then you don't have to take that time, and you, you got it solved. And so that's when it got put together as those those all those points. And I don't know if there's seven. I can't remember now how many how many points. But it's uh, so that's what happened, and it, it began. It, people began to use it more and more because they didn't they didn't have to have that special knowledge of which points. They just could tap each one. And if it didn't, that one wasn't activated and didn't need to be tapped. It wasn't hurting anything. And, but all the points got tapped, so you've got the right ones. So I, that is a really good, I, I think that's a really good technique.
0: Oh, yeah. I've used it myself. I know a lot of other people have used it. It's that you know, mind-body connection and energy. Everything is energy. We're made of energy. So working with, um, well, there are other forms of energy work. There are. You've studied others.
1: I love. I love Reiki. I think Reiki is so fabulous, and it is something you can ha- have a practitioner work with you. My my passion is to get every person possible to be be a practitioner themselves because the self Reiki is awesome, and that's one of the things I know I can I can say contributed to my healing when I would use it every day on myself. Again with self hypnosis, the, the self Reiki. And so my, my goal is to get as many people possible as trained in that and so that they have that energy for themselves that you can, you can use it for yourself. And if you haven't experienced that, you need to, to go somewhere when you can go to me if I'm in your area, but there are others that experience it. It's hard to explain because it, the analytical mind doesn't really know what to do with it. You have to have an experience of it and to see,
0: to see the power. Reiki does need to be done in person, right? Hypnosis we can do remotely. It, but Reiki needs to be done in person. It doesn't have to be done in person. You
1: can do distance. And I recommend having a personal experience first just to, just to see the power of it. And you can, an advanced practitioner can do, can do some healing with you. I do that every day. I have people who contact me and, and tell me what's going on and I send them some Reiki. But it is something that for, to get the experience of it, we do it in person. Okay. Yeah. And there are, there are a lot of people out there who do Reiki.
0: Yeah. Now I know I've also used yoga. It's another mind-body connection. I found yoga to be helpful.
1: Yoga is really good because it requires a quality of consciousness in order to, to go through the different positions and it is something that strengthens your strengthens your consciousness, strengthens your awareness. It it really is a very very good tool. I totally agree with that. Yoga is a really amazing.
0: Mind and body, yeah. What other tools have you found to be
1: effective? Well, I have a technique that I was training called palm therapy, and I don't know. I know there's a bunch of people in the United States that are trained in it. I'm not sure. How many are around the the person who trained me has passed away and the 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 uh, person who was delegated to carry on with the work lives in europe and i they have a website but i can't read it because i don't speak german and uh, so but i don't know if in the united states how many there are but i know there are there are there are those here because it was being trained a lot here but that palm therapy is another emotional release technique it was the, it was the technique i used with you It's very quick. Within about 20 minutes, you can have things change where you are overtaken with an emotion or having something really run you around. And then after a few minutes, you can't even find the feeling. You can't even find what it was that was bothering you. So that's another really great technique. And again, I'm not sure um, how many are are in the United States, but it is something that people are, it is out there and it is a really powerful technique. Do do you remember
0: that experience with? (laughs) Yes. I sure do, and you're right, it was immediate, it was very effective, and it was simple. As I recall, we just had a few minutes, and, and a change that has been permanent. You know, I'm, I'm able to call on that, and bring back that feeling, and it's, I totally agree, that was awesome.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty amazing, and I, I love it so much, I've incorporated it into my hypnosis, and I will usually do it for the first session i'll use that because it speeds up the process of healing and then if anything else shows up i will incorporate that in in the session but it 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 is working with the the subconscious mind and i call it a waking hypnosis technique i call the eft a waking hypnosis technique because you're it's working with your subconscious mind it's changing the subconscious mind that's my definition of hypnosis and uh but you're but you're in that awake state. You're not in that deep trance where you're um, you're laying down with your eyes closed and uh, you're more aware. Yet it is working. And there are other techniques. I know that I've had other people come in and tell me other interesting release techniques that are out there. So there's a lot, and it's about just doing the research and seeing what you're drawn to. Uh, another thing that people focus on is chakras. What 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 with the feelings you're having, what chakras affected? Is there something you can do and steady steady up on the chakras and and look and see what you can do in that area? So there's a lot of different different practitioners, a lot of different techniques that as you go inside and ask, you will be drawn to to what is right for you. You'll be drawn to the to the person and the place and the technique that in that moment, that timing, is what you need. And I that's what I love about the the truth about who each one of us is, is we are all connected to that infinite intelligence. We all have that, have those on the other side who are supporting us, rooting for us, supporting us, helping us. And as we, get, as we become still and trust and know that we can have what we need and then ask for that, then it comes to us. Rather than being in that anxiety and stress and uh, emo- all emotional distress, then it, nothing comes. <laughs>
0: it's just... No, no. And, you know, even, even just within the broad category of hypnosis, there are several different techniques and methods. And again, the hypnotist, the practitioner you're working with is familiar enough, ideally should be familiar enough with you as the client and with the various techniques they have learned to know which ones to use.
1: Yes, that's correct. And each one, each hypnotist has a different flavor. Each one may have a different area they've studied that they, that they're more, um, they're more an expert in. And that's why I like to have a lot of, I, I like to have their resources hypnotists so that I can refer if my client needs to go to somewhere else and I can refer and say, here's where you need to go. And I have social workers, I have psychologists and people that sometimes that needs, they need to be referred to someone else. And I liked that. Lots of resources. There's lots of really good people out there who are doing good work.
0: Yes. And for any individual, the more, the more skills they learn, even if it's just learning to stop and breathe, sit, sit down and take some deep breaths just to bring down your stress level, the more they learn, the more effective they are. I, I know in my um, online parenting class, I, I cover several techniques parents can use to more effectively, to manage their own emotional state and to more effectively communicate with their children. And, and that's what I tell them too, is we're just, just keep adding tools to your toolbox. And I'm sure you you know too. You may everything that worked perfectly well with one of your children, and you try it same thing on the next child, and need go back to the toolbox, find get more tools,
1: more tools. And one of the one of the, the my favorite tools is the one of them, it, well, a lot of them are very simple. These things were, what we're talking about isn't necessarily really complicated; it's simple. But one of my favorite tools. That can be done in the moment when you're noticing your thoughts are maybe um, negative or you're you're feeling stressful or anxious is to use gratitude. Gratitude oh, is so yes. effective.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Find something, finding something to be grateful for, wh- however small, and then even making a list if you need to, and just start that process. And when you go to that gratitude, what I say with gratitude is when I'm in gratitude, I'm myself. I feel myself I feel my true self when I'm in that gratitude I think it's a it's that state that is is true to who who my my divine self who I really am and being able to write down gratitude have a gratitude journal there's lots of people out there talking about gratitude for a reason because it works because it's true because it's real and that is something that if you need to help just start thinking or writing down or looking at, what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for that I can write with my pen. I'm grateful for that I have clothes today. I'm grateful for I live in this place that's warm inside. Whatever, however small, and then you can of course go to bigger and and, uh, maybe the people around you, whatever you need to to do. But that gratitude is really, really important. Especially when you're finding it hard to find gratitude, that's when you need to do it the most.
0: And along with gratitude, I think there's recognizing, appreciating yourself. You know, we can go through our day and maybe 15 things we did well, that everything went just the way it should. And there's that one hiccup, that one thing where we forgot something or we made a mistake. And rather than celebrating the 15 things we did well, we harp on that one mistake and we, that's all we think about. We dwell on it. We remind ourselves about it. I think we ought to, and of course there's all, you know, we're always working to become better and improve, but along the way, I think we need to give ourselves credit, acknowledge when we've done something well and it's self-talk. It's those things you say to yourself, pay attention to that. And, Ask yourself, would I talk to anybody else like this? <laughs> That's true. And the one I call that is self-love.
1: And that is something that we really need to learn. I mean, some people come in with a great deal of self-love for, for themselves. And most of the people I know, including myself, have had to learn how to have that self-love. And with the, with the EFT technique, one of the things you say to yourself is, even though this happened, I unconditionally love and accept myself. So you could use that tapping for that that moment, but you could also just say, even though this happened, even though this one mistake happened, or even though I really wish that hadn't happened, or whatever words you have, I conditionally love and accept myself. And it is a journey to do that, to to find that self-love and to eliminate those negative thoughts and and to neutralize those experiences in our past where someone else, didn't, didn't appreciate us or we felt little value or a little worth or all of the not, not good enough, all those things, and start neutralizing those and building that base
0: for self-love. And I think that brings us to another tool, and that's forgiveness. You know, some people have the mistaken notion that forgiveness means that the, what the offense someone else did is okay, that they're saying, oh, that, oh, oh that's fine, it didn't matter. But forgiveness is letting go of that burden. You know, why carry it around? And, and it applies to forgiveness of yourself or anyone else. It's just letting that go, eliminating that negative from your life, just moving forward.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Forgiveness is really is a great tool, an important tool. And one of the things that you can do with that forgiveness is you can send love to that person. And it may take a little time to get there If with whatever happened, but the being able to say no condoning and I send you love. I send you love. I wish you well. And being able to do that freely is freeing. For me, it's freeing for the, the other person. And that's a really great place to be able to do that. It really helps to let go when you can do that.
0: You can just send them love. And, you know, in your daily interactions, I have found that sometimes it is helpful just to assume that everyone you meet is doing the best they can, rather than getting upset with them, and and I wouldn't have done it that way, how dare they just accept that, you know, maybe that's just where they are right now, rather than letting that negative energy get into you.
1: I think it's a great thing, a great idea, letting, having that focus, that everyone is doing the best they can in the moment this moment right now they are doing the best they can and just realizing that that's that's their that's their best right now
0: especially for children sometimes we want we want top performance right now and (laughs) they take a while (laughs) they take a while well i think the best
1: thing for children is to let them know they have worth they're worthwhile they have value and they are loved that's what those children need is to know that even though again even though this is happening I love you, I'll always love you, unconditional love, and I may not like what just happened, and I love you.
0: Yes, parents have that role of they're programming their child's subconscious mind. We talk about we are now, a lot of what we do now is based on memories of experiences we had as children. And those adults were programming our subconscious, and now we're programming our children's and and I agree with you let's fill them with love let's remind them of what they did well what their potential is help them find what they're good at and teach them to believe in themselves
1: yeah I wish I after I learned hypnosis I was uh... Single mom with four kids, and that kids were older at that point. And I wished I could have done a time machine and gone back and redid, redid, do a redo, <laughs> do a redo of my parenting as I realized how powerful um, that is. And I know I have helped them, and I know there are moments when I really was able to be with them and in a good, in a positive way. And I think that's important for parents to be able to do that. And each, each child is in that family for a reason. Each parent's in that family for a reason. And I look at, what can that child teach me? What can I teach the child? It goes both ways. It isn't just one way. And there's reasons why you're together.
0: And we can't change the past. <laughs> we can't go back and redo history. So let's just moving forward. Just move forward with, with faith, with hope, with love. And choose to be happy. Yes, and you can't change the past necessarily, but you can
1: change how you see it. You can change how you feel about it. For, yeah. Oh, for uh, yeah. And having acknowledging those that need acknowledgement. Yes, and you can have you can look at it in a neutral or a happy way. You're right. You can be happy. I I totally agree with that.
0: Or forgive yourself and know that you were doing the best you could. Yes. At that time.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, knowing that you were doing the best you could in the moment and forgive yourself. That's really that's really an important tool. Forgiveness is a really important tool.
0: All right. So, have we covered all the spokes in our wheel?
1: Well, I think there's many more and those are there may be the listeners may discover those that are right for them in the moment and that's all I have to to talk about. So,
0: yes, yes. So, I agree and and don't you find i'm still learning new things aren't you we're still learning more tools more fine tuning that's the whole excitement of life is just making each day better than the day before and becoming the best version of myself the best possible me I yes can become.
1: Yeah, I totally, yes, yes, being the most possible, the best possible me, and we are here to grow and expand, so there's always going to be more, and being able to look at that, and being able to be excited by it, and say, what, what is this going to bring me now, what learning, what experience, because we have, we all have that growing edge.
0: Yep. Well, Dory, I have enjoyed this so much, I have loved doing this series with you, it's been, you are fascinating to talk to, I love everything you've learned and thank you so much for your time.
1: You're very welcome. And I appreciate you and your, all of your experience and your wisdom.
0: All right. Well, you have a great day. You too. We have just concluded another episode of in supportive families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, We appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week, and thanks for listening.